0: The format for today's podcast is going to be a little bit different. On today's podcast, we are honored to have Wilma Holt join us and share some of her experiences having raised a daughter who had Down syndrome. Wilma is 83 years old today, and in 1975, she had a beautiful baby girl named Kathy who had Down syndrome, and Wilma agreed to put together some of her thoughts and experiences around um, raising this wonderful daughter with Down syndrome. So in the beginning of the podcast, she will share those thoughts and experiences with us. And then toward the end of the podcast, she and I will have a little bit more dialogue. Wilna is a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. So throughout the podcast, you may hear some terms associated with that denomination. Um, we are so thankful that Wilna was able to do this and loved hearing her perspective. She's a wonderful woman and just did such a wonderful job with her daughter Kathy and it was really great to be able to hear from her and we hope that you will enjoy today's podcast.
1: Welcome to the See the Miracle podcast. I'm your host Brady Murray
0: and I'm your co-host Andrea Murray.
1: Our podcast will feature inspiring guests within the Special Abilities community.
0: Together, we will be sharing how families and communities are rising up and seeing the miracle of individuals with special abilities. That's something to be proud of. That's a life you can hang your head. Today, on. on this podcast, I'm going to be interviewing Wilma Holt. And Wilma is actually a relative of mine. And I'm not sure exactly what we would be to each other, but Wilma's mother it was a sister of my great grandmother. And so I'm really excited to have Wilna on our podcast today because she has had experience. She had a daughter that had Down syndrome. And so we're going to visit with her about her experiences and about her daughter and just get her insights. So thank you for doing this today, Wilma.
2: All right. Well, I would love to tell you about when an angel came to live with us
0: sounds great so
2: we were just getting ready to move back to salt lake after being in california for 13 years Mm
1: -hmm.
2: and we decided it was time to come back by the our parents because they were getting older and they would need some help and so we had our home up for sale and uh, just before that our fifth child was born and um She was about a month early. It was fun to have a girl again after having two boys. I had two girls, two boys, and then Kathy. Mm -hmm. Now, as soon as she was born, the doctor said she was having a hard time, and they moved her into an incubator, and they said she had indications of uh, having Down syndrome. Mm -hmm. So the next day, they brought in a specialist, and he confirmed it. And he said, if we preferred not to raise her, there were good institutions available and that we didn't need to even take her home if we didn't want to. These doctors were not LDS.
0: And and can you tell us the year, what year?
2: This was in 1975. Okay. Well, my husband and I looked at each other, shocked by their suggestions and, but they said, we both said, this is our, our baby. We are taking her home and keeping her and loving her. And what a precious baby she was, so sweet. And patient. Three and a half weeks later, uh, we moved, and uh, we were lucky to find a home in Holiday. In fact, it's in the same state that I grew up in since I was ten. This was an older home with a big yard and lots of trees, and a great place for our children to run and play. And they, were, our children, were so good. They were all so accepting of Kathy, but she was such a special blessing to all of us. One of the greatest experiences of our whole lives. She had a very spiritual quality about her. She was kind of the glue in our family that just pulled us all closer. Everyone was so busy going here and there and in their own things to do. And she just pulled us all closer together. She was very small and weak. She was a year old before she could sit up by herself Mm -hmm. and two years old before she could walk. And uh, probably around four before she talked too much, she would say little words, and we'd know what she was trying to say, but one day, she was a fussy little eater, and I was trying to get her ready for school. This is in the first grade, Mm -hmm. and she just didn't want anything to eat, and I didn't. I finally said, Kathy, what do you live on? And she looked up and said, Kentucky Avenue. (laughs) They'd been learning survival skills in school.
0: So was she able to go to a regular school or where did she attend? She school? went to a regular
2: school, but they had a self-contained classroom. Oh, okay. Um, so that they had about 10 in their class and a lot of extra teachers. And it, it was it was a good, good situation.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: When she was four years old, though, they discovered that she had two holes in her heart.
1: Mm-hmm. The
2: doctor said that most people with that particular problem didn't live over a year, so she had open heart surgery and a lot of complications with it. We were up at the hospital for a month and a half. She didn't like the hospitals, doctor appointments. Every time someone would walk by in a white jacket, that's when doctors all wore white jackets, mm-hmm. and she'd say no pokey pokey and she'd stick <sighs> her tongue stick her tongue out at them. <sighs> when the cleaning lady would walk by, she would hi hi. <laughs> She didn't have a white jacket on, but she had some problems when her teeth were coming in. They started coming in before the old ones had come out, Mm -hmm. but uh, she wouldn't open her mouth for the dentist. So whenever she had problems, like they had to do something with her ears every once in a while, or they had to, and any kind of procedure, Mm -hmm. then the dentist would come in while she was out Mm -hmm. (laughs) and do fix her mouth, get her teeth pulled because there's no way she'd open her mouth for the dentist. Sometimes she could be very stubborn. And uh, I don't know if that was the downs in her or the holes in her. She was a pure delight for us. When she was about five years old, we were having a primary meeting at my house. I was primary president and some of the women hadn't been set apart yet. So we had them up in the den and the bishop and the counselor were there, and uh, Kathy stood in the doorway of the den and and was watching as these women were blessed, Mm
1: -hmm. and
2: when they were through, the women went into the other room for the meeting. Kathy ran and climbed up on the chair and patted her head and said, Mommy, me, Mm -hmm. and Bishop Hinckley said, Kathy, would you like a blessing? And he blessed her with health, oh, and she shook her head and said yes. And she folded her arms, and then he blessed her with health and strength, and that she would always be happy, and that she was extremely alert and smart for the situation that she'd been blessed with, and that she would always bring joy to others, and that she did. Awesome. She she was not a problem. She was a great blessing. So much fun. When she was fifteen, the doctor said she needed a new heart valve, so they took her in to check her, and then he said they just didn't think that that she might not make it through, and so just take her home and enjoy her. She might last another year, so I took her out of school, and she just went everything, went everywhere with me or whatever I did. I was working at the church museum in the Pioneer profile part, and uh, she would just Come with me and follow me around. Everyone just loved her and she was so much fun. But then we had her, oh, we had her have a blessing before we knew that she couldn't have the operation. And at that point, our president, our um, patriarch, in her blessing said that he said, Kathy, we come to earth to receive a body and be tested. In your case, because of special circumstances, your trials have already been accepted and your testing is complete. And when our older daughter read that, she said, wow, she's the lucky one. And just like in the other blessing, he said, you needed to come only to get a body and to make others happy.
1: Wow, that's really cool.
2: So anyway, then after they said that that she shouldn't have the operation and to take her home, well, she lived another five years. So she made it to 20. Then she started just slowing down little by little and had to be on oxygen and different things.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But she would just play school all day. She loved puzzles and drawing. She, she was a good little artist. She yeah. drew some amazing things and she liked to go to the library and would check out a big stack of books. She'd wow. say, I 20, I need 20 books. <laughs> she loved music and danced to the movies of Oklahoma and Annie and Mary Poppins. I tended. to, grandchildren a lot Mm -hmm. and so Kathy was there to help me and she would make them homework all these Mm -hmm. little girls and she always had to be the teacher she wouldn't let them be the teacher but they had more fun we only had about eight grandchildren then Mm -hmm. before she died but we went on to have 18 since oh she also loved to bake cookies and she would, like I say, just went with me wherever I, I would go. Mm-hmm. She was a good traveler. Sometimes when Gov would have to go out of town, then, like I say, she went to Hawaii with us three times and then Arizona for four or five times. One night uh, we were with a in Hawaii, we are having a dinner uh, with some of the company people and we sat and visited for a long time I could see Kathy was getting tired finally there was a break in the conversation and Kathy jumped up and said let's hit the road Jack (laughs) everyone laughed and agreed
0: (laughs) that's cute
2: and then another time when we were in Arizona uh, she was having a nap and there was a knock on the motel room uh, door and there was a, a couple of people that We had seen them the last year in Arizona, and we'd kind of become acquainted with them. Mm
1: -hmm. And this
2: man had just lost his wife, but he had his little dog, and Kathy loved to play with it. Anyway, he came to the door, and he said, am I late? And I said, for what? (laughs) And he said, for Kathy's birthday party. And I said, (laughs) uh, well, she forgot to tell me about it. And this is March, and her birthday's in June. Oh,
1: that's so <laughs> And cool. he
2: laughed and said, well, give her this present anyway. And I said, well, hold on to it. When she wakes up, we'll come out by the pool, and, and I'll find some snacks, and you can give it to her. <laughs> um, anyway, he showed me the little note she had given him, and she had written on it, come come my party, 2 o'clock. <laughs> so we had our birthday party then, but. Oh, when she was one other little comedy thing, when she was uh, just learning to talk, she was singing. Uh, she loved Annie and she was singing, the sun will come out tomorrow, dollar me bum. And I thought, what? And I went and got <laughs> the words to the music, bet your bottom dollar. That's so funny. <laughs> so anyway, she was just always so much fun.
1: Cute. Let's see.
2: Oh, w- one time in church, we were just having the sacrament, and she always liked to do that. And as they brought the water around, the deacon held it in front of her and she looked up at him and said, no thanks, I have chocolate milk at home. <laughs> Not a day goes by that we don't think of the precious memories that we have of her. And all of her kids are so accepting handicapped children. Yeah. Some some of our grandchildren will say, oh, grandma, we got, I got to go in and help in the special needs class. And
0: that is really awesome. I guess you and I have this other relative, Evan, who is your, would be your mother's youngest brother who was born with Down syndrome and he was my great grandmother's youngest brother as well Mm -hmm. and so I actually I never knew about him until after we adopted our second son with Down syndrome Cooper when we had brought him home one of my aunts sent a family picture and I saw that Evan in the picture had Down syndrome. And I was so surprised because nobody in my family had ever told me before, you know, and I, and I had had Nash, my older son, you know, who had Down syndrome. And at the time he was like eight or nine years old and nobody had ever told me before that we had this relative with Down syndrome. So I'm curious what your experience was with Evan and if you knew him or if your family talked about him or just how that how that was
2: well when my grandmother was ill Mm -hmm. the daughters the sisters would um, take turns going up and staying with her we lived in was it Smithfield we lived in Richfield at the time and they lived up in Logan up in uh, Smithfield Mm -hmm. and so I was only like kindergarten age when we'd go up there Mm-hmm. and would stay up there quite a while. And so uh, there'd be two or three sisters that would be helping and we'd stay there. And so some of the cousins were there. We just played with the cousins and I, he was always just around but I never thought really anything different about it except mm-hmm. that he didn't come out and play a lot. He did like to play the organ
0: mm-hmm. and he
2: was kind of quiet and just very pleasant young man, but I had no idea. Mm-hmm. that anything was wrong or anything was, you know, yeah, but he was, you know, he, he did all right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That is interesting. So when your daughter was born, when Kathy was born, um, were you surprised with that diagnosis? Cause you, I'm guessing you probably didn't know prior right to her birth that she would have down syndrome.
2: Uh, when I had my checkup before I had the baby,
1: mm-hmm.
2: they said, now that you're 35, we have to say that there is, you can have a, Is it amnocentesis? amnocentesis. In case there's something wrong with the baby. And I said, well, what if something was wrong with it? He said, then you'd have an abortion. Mm -hmm. And I said, no, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. And he said, well, what would you do with it then? I said, I guess you would just love it all the more. Mm
1: -hmm. And
2: that was the end of the, I told my husband about it. I said, you think we ought to have that you know, because sometimes something can go wrong when they do the Damn, yeah and yeah. said no. So we just let it go. And so when they did come in and say there might be a problem, then mm-hmm. I, my mind reflected back to that. But I thought, mm-hmm. well, that's all right.
0: Mm-hmm. So it sounds like the doctors probably recognized right at her birth that she may have Down syndrome or was it because of her health problems? Do you think that they recognized?
2: No, they, they said there's a, they, they said a slight suggestion that she might have something, you know, Mm
1: -hmm. in the
2: Down syndrome. And then, and that all this came back to my mind that I thought, well, we'll just, like I said, we'll just love her all the more. Mm
0: -hmm. So. So did you have any, um, you know, how did you feel when you, when they told you that, were you nervous at all? Or was, you know, it sounds like you were just great. Like, we'll just love her and take care of her. And do you think that was like, did that have any, did you connect it with, well, I had an uncle that had Down syndrome and he was fine, or did you not really connect that at the time?
2: I probably thought about it. I don't really remember because it was just like, well, this is the situation I said to my husband one day. I said something about, how could this happen to us? And he said, well, why not us? Are we exempt from any trials? But then we found out very quickly she was no trial. She was a blessing. She was just the sweetest little baby and so patient. Mm -hmm. So
0: it's kind of amazing to me that your doctors told you that you could just leave her there.
2: I know. That that just shocked us, you know, like you got to be kidding. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This is our baby. Mm -hmm. So,
0: um, because you know, that was that was in 1975, 1975,
2: right? And you know, I think the schools and the education did more to getting them out
1: Mm -hmm. around that time period.
2: Like I say, Evan was always kind of just in the home and not really. He didn't really come out and play with us and Mm -hmm. stuff, so I never really thought about it because I was so young, Mm -hmm. but with the school, they get them involved in all kinds of things and,
1: Mm -hmm.
2: and the education and it's, it was good experience for
0: yeah, that is good. And then with your experience with people, with other people being accepting of her, it sounds like you were saying that, you know, your children were always very accepting. And is that kind of what you found in general? Or did you have experiences where, you know, people weren't as understanding or accepting?
2: No, I really kind of expected to have some. One day, my son was in the backseat with another little boy. And he said something about, what, what's wrong with your sister? He said, Oh, she has an extra chromosome.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and deal said,
2: oh, okay. You know, I mean, it was just, a, yeah. or um, sometimes they, like when my daughter, they were, she was going on a date and she says, can Kathy go with us? We're just going to go see a movie. And I mean, mm-hmm. they would, people would want her to come with them and play and, mm-hmm. you know, she was, yeah, I,
0: I love that, that she was just able to be included in everything that your family did and you said like you traveled with her and just were able to,
1: yeah, was, to do
0: things with her and it was kind of kind of amazing and it, I love the things that you shared about, you know, that it was her her life's mission really just to bring joy to others and
2: she really did, even just, though she lived to be 20 she was like a four or five year old, mm-hmm. but she learned to write and read a little bit and she'd write notes to me sometime the spelling was funny but Mm
0: -hmm. she would you know draw
2: pictures and and write notes one day I oh one day she came in and made my bed Mm
0: -hmm. and then
2: she put a note on it you do me in other words I had to go make (laughs) (laughs) but she would you know she was just fun Mm -hmm.
0: that is awesome um Did she, you said, you know, she was involved a lot in school and everything. And so was she able to make connections outside of your family that, you know, were like with friends or different, any different groups or anything like that she was able to participate in?
2: Um, She had, you know, a few friends from school that she'd go and play at their house once in a while, or they would come there. But we had so many grandchildren. Those were, she called them her grandchildren. Oh, really? <laughs> uh, instead of her nieces.
0: Uh-huh. And
2: we had about six or seven of them before we finally had a grandson.
0: Oh,
1: yeah.
2: And so when he was born, he was her son. Oh, that's <laughs> and they were the grandchildren, but he was her son. That's funny. <laughs> and he was three years old when she died.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So... she was probably
0: very close with all of all of her grandchildren
2: well and the others would talk about her so much that when the other extra 10 of our grandchildren that were born they felt like they knew her because they always talked about kathy and what she'd do and yeah we'd have family reunions and she she couldn't run real hard as her heart was was getting bigger and Mm
0: -hmm. and
2: so we made her a a t-shirt where she was the coach and the Oh, that's cute. And, you know, and so she'd tell them what to do. and I, I mean, she was yeah. involved in everything.
0: That's great. Yeah, and you said that she was like the glue of your family. And she just was. with my boys, you know, they're younger. Nash is 14 right now and Cooper is 10. And oh. I see that a lot with them where they just have the special ability to just be able to like draw everybody in. And everybody wants to know what they're doing, and where they are. And, you know, everybody wants to... Hang out with them and do things with them, and because they're fun, and they're like you said, they're funny, you know, they mm-hmm. say funny things, and everyone just kind of like enjoys that. And it does just kind of bring everybody together and help everybody bond more, I feel like.
2: And I'm so impressed with the schools now, where they even one of them they let her be a cheerleader, you know, with them, yeah. and uh, or they'll have a dance and let them be the queen. I mean,
0: yeah, I think that the, the inclusion that is happening is just so amazing and awesome. And I still feel like there's like, you know, more ways that they can be involved and included. And so it's exciting to see that progression of how, you know, how that is happening and how people are adapting and making it possible for um, other people with my husband and I, we call them special abilities instead of disabilities. We just feel like it's a special ability that they have. And so, you know, it's, it's exciting to see how, people are kind of recognizing that is like, Hey, you know, like they have so much to contribute and if we can include them in this, like it's going to be good for them. But a lot of times it's so much better, even just for like the, the other people involved, you know, for the groups that they're able it to is. participate in. And
2: Our stake has a special needs primary mm-hmm. and there's probably only one or two that are in our stake, oh, really? <laughs> they come, they come from all over. There's oh, wow. probably about 25 in the group. And they're all they're all ages. So they're divided up into four different classes.
1: Mm -hmm. So
2: after Kathy passed away, then they asked me to be one of the teachers. I've been doing that for 18 years. (laughs)
1: Wow!
2: But, uh, you know, they still have their own Sunday school that they go to on Sunday Mm -hmm. and then on Tuesday afternoons at four o'clock. And it's just for one hour. Then they come and you get all those kids together and they just love other and when they sing they can sing as loud as they want and be off key and nobody's looking at them funny and they just they just love primary and you just get so involved with them and
0: that's really cool I have never heard of that program before so that's kind of neat to hear that so
2: some of them go on to a mutual or you know the older group Mm -hmm. but uh, there's a lot of them that just never my girls now are in their almost they're in their 40s 30s and 40s Wow. But they're like five-year-olds.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: So they, they don't medicine, their so. parents don't want them to go on to mutual. They go to bed early and they, you yeah. know, but yeah. they okay. can just come to primary for the whole rest of their lives.
0: <laughs> awesome. That's really cool that you get yeah. to do that. Was there anything else that you can think of that you'd like to share that you would want people to know about? Our podcast is called See the Miracle. So I, you know, you've shared different experiences and we're able to see how she she's a miracle in your life. But is there anything specific that you'd like to share about how you know she's been a miracle in in your life
2: well just like I say that she just pulled our family so close together and she just was a great great experience and Mm -hmm. and uh, everybody still talks about her and and because of her then they're more aware of other things going on where they can be involved in it I just think it's, it's a great experience for us
0: that is well i really appreciate you sharing those experiences and talking about her with me and i'm excited to get to see those pictures a little more clearly and it'll be good to share this with other people as well i think um well it's been so nice to meet you and i just admire you and your attitude and just how much you love kathy i think she was lucky to get such yeah, an amazing
2: was, mother A blessing in our home yeah. i just feel we were lucky to have Brian. her
1: <laughs>
0: said, let me tell you right now,
1: that's something to be proud of.